nation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Psalm 23, almost everybody can recite it. Let's go together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff that comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Somebody say amen. amen. This is David espousing to us his relationship with his lover, his dealings with his lover. More accurately put, his lover's dealings with him, his lover's interest in him. And I'm going to walk you through a couple of things that are revealed to us the necessity of understanding this love relationship. It governs the entirety of our lives. It literally uh, determines the quality of our walk of faith, of our ministries, of our businesses, of our marriages. It's all rooted in an understanding of this love relationship. Now to give us a New Testament a light and clarity on this matters. Let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. I have a lot to say and I already know I'm, I'm not going to exhaust that in the first service so I'm going to uh, flip that in the second service and trust the Lord to help us. Ephesians chapter 3. Look at what it says from verse 14. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family, somebody say family, so check that out. That's a relationship. That's a love relationship. Families don't exist without love. Now this is what I mean. Either the family is raised by a man in love with somebody else or by a man who, as people would say, makes love with somebody else. So I'm talking about a certain level of communion or intimacy that produces family. Now the challenge many believers have is that their faith or their salvation is produced by something, but they want their growth to rest on something else. If your salvation started in love, your growth must be rooted in love. Because how God starts a thing is how he sustains it. As a matter of fact, the word father in the Greek is the word pata, P-A-T-A, from which you actually have P-A-T-E-R, which from which you have what? Paternity, right? Paternity, pater, father, and it means the source and the sustainer. So the operations of God reveal that the way he sustains something is rooted in the way he sources it. The enemy also counterfeits that. That's why he wanted to get money the wrong way. Because if you hammer the wrong way, you have to keep on hammering the wrong you understand that? 
That's why sexual addictions oftentimes stem from sexual perversion. Because if I can introduce you into a world the wrong way, you will sustain that lifestyle the wrong because source also determines sustenance. So it says, for this reason I bow my knees to the father, pater, paternal, paternity from eternity of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you according to his riches of his glory, to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might. You see, God is raising what kind of men? Mighty. Mighty men. Say, I'm one of them. I love the way Rosamund just threw her hand up like, God, see me. I'm one of them. <laughs> Through his spirit, where? In the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts. How? How does God, Christ dwell in your heart? Okay, but so that you being rooted and where in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled higher with what? Many believers don't even expect too much of God. That's why they stay on the edge of how much wrong can I do and still be saved? sexual activity can I still engage in and still not lose my salvation God is saying you're standing on the edge but I want to fill you with my fullness the fullness of my love of my passion of my wisdom of my generosity, of my intelligence. Can you imagine what the world would look like if there are only seven of us filled with the fullness of God? Just seven of us. That means no envy, no jealousy, no slander, no anger, no stealing. I love that, my hat man. Come, let's, let's do it. Come get the microphone. Come. Do you have, do you have part here? Come, come, come. Is the sound working? Can you test it? Boom, 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 boom. I said, can you imagine what the world would be like if only seven of us were filled with the fullness of God? That means no envy. Just love. <laughs> Don't miss the cue. No jealousy. Just love. No stealing. No backbiting. Just love. No cheating. <laughs> Just love. No wastefulness. Just love. No violence. Mm -hmm. God says, I want it to be filled with the fullness. See what I've done in my heart, man. And verse 20 now says, Now to him who is able to do what? 
exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us to him the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all the generations forever and ever. Thank you. Now, let me quickly mention this. Which of these verses is the most popular one? Which one? Verse 20, right? What does it say? Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly far above all. We know that, right? We know it mentally, but how many of us really do enjoy the exceeding abundantly regularly? How many of us? So, but God, I believe I'm having faith. But here is the deal. The secret to experiencing verse 20 comes from verse 17. He says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to may be able to comprehend. Comprehension is a function of what? Understanding which is rooted in thinking. Now, how does comprehension come? By being rooted and grounded in that means no love, no comprehension. Little love, little comprehension. Great love, great all love. That's why when you love somebody, you can understand when they misbehave. Oh, is there anybody here who keeps making excuses for people they love? And you keep saying what? I? Even though you're angry. Come and talk to me, people. Even though you're angry. So all of a sudden, you're belly is extending. You're like, are you, are you expecting to know I'm angry? Your heart is palpitating. Boom, 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 boom. You're angry, but you can what? You can do what? Understand. This is what David meant. He said he understands that we are but dust. That God understands our frailties. That we are what? Dust. That's why Israel, they messed up big time. God is about to wipe them out. Moses stood in there and said, God, you can't destroy these people. They are your people. What was he doing? He was touching on the heartstrings of God. Love determines comprehension. Comprehension governs experience. My experiences in the spirit are rooted in my comprehension of spiritual things. That means if my comprehension of spiritual things lack integrity, my experience will be haphazard. That means I'm going to have a good this, this day, the next day I'm unsure. I'm going to have a fine this day, the next day I'm unsure. When Jesus speaks to us about the relationship he has with us, John 15, he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. And then it says, my desire is that you will bear fruit. How does the branch bear fruit? The branch bears fruit by taking of what is in the stem 
and converting it into tangible stuff. Comprehension takes of what is yours in the spirit and produces visible results with it. Comprehension. Comprehension. See, whatever you don't comprehend, you can't be fruitful in. Paul put it this way, I will pray in my understanding and I will pray in the spirit. He said, if I pray in the spirit, my mind is what? Tell me. My mind is isn't fruitful. That's why for the gift of tongues, there's also the gift of interpretation because interpretation brings about comprehension and comprehension brings about results. So once you miss out on the love matter, you've missed out on what you were called to do. Look at somebody say, not me. So many of us, we've had different experiences with love. We've had people who told us, I love you, I love you. I will always love you. But the very moment somebody else walked up on the scene, and they looked like they looked like the part. Doesn't they look like they look like the part? The person even waits to confirm if they were the part. They just looked like they looked like the part. The person freed you like a bad disease. Ah, I'm any problem. That was our experience for some of us experience with love. Some of us people swore. In fact, for some people here, just keep looking straight. Some of you got a tattoo of the person's name. On the body. Your body. Why? I'm not pointing at anybody. I'm not, I'm not looking anywhere. Look at your neighbor and say, uh, he's not talking about me. I don't know about you right now. You went that far. You, come, come on. How many of you did some amazing things for love? You stole out of daddy's house for love. you stole the key to the back door for love oh can we be honest right now somebody said we stole I still steal <laughs> that was a good camera moment I saw somebody laughing okay, you, you missed some camera moments there some of you stole daddy's car Come on, let's be honest. Mom is Stu. Stu. Hey. To entertain Kula Ministry. Was our understanding of love? Some of us, in the name of love, people taught us bad, bad things. Let me teach you how to kiss. 
can we talk this morning? Yes, it was a trap. Because the trap is this. Songs of Solomon says, stir up not love until it pleases. In other words, don't arouse yourself until it's time. Here is the trap. If somebody teaches you how to kiss and the person bites your lip, you feel like, ah, this kissing thing is bad, it's bad. And your friends tell you, no, it's the person you did it with. I know somebody who's a good kisser. So because you got it bad the first time, you want to look for the good kisser and then you get on a kissing spree. Kissing contests, kissing championships. Now that's if it's bad. Now if it's good, you want to do it again. Oh, come on. Only one honest person here. The other people didn't want to say yes. Now those have you been kissing. Yes, in my mind. So many of us were exposed to love in the wrong way. Love is so often spoken about, yes, often misunderstood. One of the most spoken about themes in human experience and one of the least understood themes in human experience. What do you understand that? Least understood. But it's the theme of songs. It's the theme of con concerts. It's the theme of books, of movies, of cartoons, of businesses, of what else? Games and game shows. Messages as well. But why would the devil pervert it so much? Why would he twist it so much? Why would he replace love with lewdness? Why would he replace love with lust? Love with infatuation? Commitment with carousal? Why would he want to leave God huddle? H-U-D-D-L-E and fall into a man's that then leads to a puddle. Why? Here is the reason. Ephesians 3 says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you've been rooted and so love is the foundation. And Psalm 11 verse 3 says if the foundation be If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? What's the foundation? So if I can tamper with your love life, I've tampered with your destiny. So the people today who are still struggling with the consequences of mistakes they made in the name of love, they want to pray, but here is Sister Shawanda flashing through their eyes. So in a 30-minute prayer meeting, 27 is devoted to binding Shawanda. Shawanda from Rwanda, I take you under. Shekinah, Shekinah, Shekinah. I bind every spirit of tequila, tequila. I'm telling you guys the truth. People who are honest and sincere, 
in their affection and desire towards God. But there's the blast from the past and the echo from yesteryears and the errors and the guilt and the shame and the fear and the doubt and the confusion. Why? Because a house can never run away from its foundation. So once that foundation is fractured, the building will be frail. When the foundation is rocky, the building will be shaky. You've seen all those buildings around Lagos that rise. There's some buildings that stand erect, but there are some buildings that are like the leaning tower of Pisa or Agege, wherever you, right? It's the foundation because every building can be erect no matter how rocky the ground if the foundation is right. So there are sloppy grounds that have straight buildings. Yes? Because a good builder is going to reconstruct the parameters for establishing the building. Somebody's mind is strange. Stay with me. I can tell when somebody's lost. Because I don't just preach from my mind. I'm preaching from my spirit. So some of you are thinking now it's about Shawanda. Literally, you're thinking about some of your mistakes and errors. Listen now! Slap somebody high five, says, stay here now. So a good builder is going to reconstruct the fundamentals and the foundations and is going to build an erect building. That's why he speaks about the Lord's foundation being justice. Justice means that there is no shakiness, no instability. Everything is at even keel. So if the enemy can tamper with your love life, he has messed up much of your life. Let me give you some examples. So some of our mothers are paranoid about men. Because they had poor expresses with men. And they transfer the fear of men subconsciously into us. So everyone who has approached you, like, oh. saying men has come. So even when the man has come, you're still saying men has come. Even when the person, you see, this, this is the truth. Some people, watch this, God bless me with this a couple of weeks ago. Some people cannot taste your sweetness because they are yet to recover from the bitter and sour aftertaste of those that tasted before you show up. You didn't hear that. Have you ever tried eating rice right after brushing your mouth? Or orange there's still the bitter aftertaste so you're not tasting what's here you're still mixing what's here with what used to be there oh come on somebody so there are some people no man is good enough for them no woman is good enough for them. see this is what the enemy now does the enemy now messes up your understanding of man as a lady and says try women Women are more caring. 
women are more compassionate. Women are more sensitive. A woman can tell what I want and how I need to be touched. Come on, somebody. Can I, can I talk to somebody? It's a foundational fault. But I pray by the Spirit of God this morning. Whoever is having rocky, faulty, broken foundations, the chief engineer is going to get to the very cornerstone and rebuild, reestablish, support you, reconstruct you in the name of Jesus. I sense in my spirit there is somebody who is dealing with homosexuality, bisexuality, some perversion in their sexuality. In this moment, the hand and the power of God is coming into your space and reconstructing that area in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout aloud, Amen. Oh, I need a stronger amen on that one. It's the foundation. Somebody touches you wrongly as a man. Wrongly. But you're five, you're six. And you don't know what's happening to you. It feels weird or funny, but you don't know what's happening. You can't tell anybody because you don't even know how to describe it. Or in some cases, worse still, you show up and say, Mommy, mommy, somebody touched me. And mom said, it was the Lord. Are you serious? Somebody touch it. When? At night. Where in your room? Oh, that's the Lord. <sighs> Thank you, God. My son is being touched by you. So 21st century parents, we have to be on our guard. Spiritually, mentally, chronically. Because it takes years for people to come out of that. It affects the esteem. It affects the psyche. It affects interpretation of even normal love. Clean interactions are impaired. Communication models that were designed to deliver your destiny are now truncated because of prior issues. So this month as we go through these things, there's one of those messages this month, I believe it's third Sunday, love heals. The Lord is going to minister healing to the hearts of people. And to some people, the bodies of people, people who's had some of their organs damaged from wrong sex explorations or abortions and all, the Lord is going to restore you. So, the enemy wants to tamper with the foundation. When we look at the life of David, what we find is somebody whose love foundation is strong. How do I know? You know by their fruits by their fruits you shall what know them now when you think about fruits do you think about plants or not david saw himself as a plant what did he say he said a man who obeys god who dwells in the world shall be like a tree planted where rivers of living water Whenever you find living water in the Bible, what do you find is a representation of the Holy Spirit. And whenever you find ground in the Bible, it could mean different things, but in the New Testament, it's oftentimes love. So when it says, I'm planted, that means the flow of the Holy Spirit moves in the environment of love. Can I teach this morning? So if the love is not there, the spirits cannot be fully expressed fact the inverse is more accurate if the spirit is not there the love is not going to flow that's why Galatians 5 22 says now the fruit of the spirit is 
love. So, David saw himself as a plant. He says, those who are planted in the house of God shall flourish where? In the courts of God. That means that when I'm rooted in the love of God for me, I have comprehension by the Holy Spirit because it is the water that transports the nutrients in the ground into the branches. It is not the tree that takes it up by itself. It's the water. The water is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit transports of the heart of the Father. For no man knows the thoughts of a man except the Spirit that be in him. And nobody knows the thoughts of God except the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit takes off the heart of the Father and imparts in my heart. So Romans 5 verse 5 says the love of God has been by his spirit. So as water as water takes the nutrients from the soil and puts in the plants, the Holy Spirit takes of the love of the Father and imparts it in my heart. And when the love of God is in my heart, the fruit of love will come through my life. Do you know that the foundation is so important that not only is a strength important, its scope and scale will determine the kind of building you build. That means the larger the foundation, the larger the building. No building can be larger than the spread of its foundation. Therefore, no life can be larger than its understanding of God's love. I feel like preaching. Can I announce to somebody that if you grow in love, you will grow in influence? Oh, you don't hear what I said. If you grow in love, you will grow in revelation. Because the more you love somebody, the more they reveal themselves to you. Oh, can I talk to somebody? So the enemy still doesn't mind you having a good foundation, but if it's narrow, that's why you notice something Solomon when he cried to the Lord and God said to him what do you want after he had sacrificed a thousand bullocks you remember that they said to the Lord I'm young I'm 18 years old I don't know how to govern those people and he said he said uh, Lord give me wisdom to govern those people so he had a heart for the people that was a seed of love and God said not only will I give you wisdom I will give you I will give you largeness of heart Oh, where is the love of God? So largeness of heart gives you a large foundation. And even though the Bible says in the book of Psalms, Proverbs, I believe 24, it says by wisdom is a house built. By understanding it's established and by knowledge it's rooms are filled with precious treasures. So many people are running after wisdom. Wisdom builds the house but love determines its size. Can I lay a foundation for this series? Slap somebody high five, say he loves me like that. Some of y'all didn't say it all right, say he loves me like that. Largeness, what's largeness of heart? Being empty. God said to me, He said to me that the largeness of a man's heart is not measured by how much that man keeps and locks in his heart but what he is able to release and let go of from that heart. 
So that's why the word says it's a king's glory to overlook an offense. Because when you are keeping an offense, you are occupying the space that your divine treasure should take. It's like trash. What do you do to trash in your house? What do you do to trash in your house? But there are many believers, the trash that people threw on them, it's still in their kitchen. Now the kitchen is overflowing. Now the living room is overflowing with the garbage and the waste. And what happens after a while? It begins to smell. That's why some people smell foul. They have a nasty attitude. They don't smell good. People don't want to stay around them because they've got too much baggage and too much trash from the past that the enemy is dumping on them and keeping them loaded and laden with. But is there anybody who is saying, I'm I'm letting go of the abuse. I'm letting go of the shame. I'm letting go of the bereavement. I'm letting go of everything. Is there anybody like that? Under the sound of my voice, touch somebody and say, He loves me like that. So David had a solid love foundation. And when he speaks in Psalm 23, one of the things you begin to understand or that reveals your understanding of God's love is how you see God. So David said in Psalm 23, the Lord is, the Lord is, what is the key word there? My shepherd. In other words, David being a shepherd understood the relationship between the shepherd and the sheep. He was very familiar with that. And one of the things that you understand about sheep is that they operate in flocks or in folds. But when David is relating with God, he is not relating with him based on love. He gets he gets he gets it is difficult to walk in the fullness of the prophetic until you take it personal every prophecy that came to pass somebody took it personal an intercessor, the recipient, a preacher, a pastor. Somebody said, uh, somebody stood there as if it depended entirely on them. Somebody didn't wait for the community. And some of us, we can agree that God loves us, but you're not sure that God loves me. Why is it important? Because your faith is dependent on your love. Galatians 5 verse 4 says this. He says that faith, it says in Christ, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision is important, but faith that works, operates, becomes useful or effective by love. So, faith, you know, people say, just believe God. If you have faith, it's going to happen. Is that true? Yes. But what determines the strength of your faith is what? Love Galatians 5 verse 4. It's not only Galatians 5 verse 4 that explains that. If you look at John 3 16, most of us know that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not. But is there belief in that scripture? 
Is there love there? Which one comes first? Love is primary. Faith is secondary. Therefore, three things remain. First Corinthians 13. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of this. This will change your prayer life. Because when you know you're speaking to a loving father who cares for you, then you can come boldly to say, Daddy, I need this house rent paid. But when you think he's just a dictator, ah, can, I, can I come? God, please let me know when you're less busy. Because you've not come to the place of the Lord is. In other words, he gives me full attention as if I'm on the only believer, the only one, the only one, the only one. I'm not making excuses. God is interested in IKO and God is interested in Enoch and God is interested in Henry and Felix and Joseph and Victoria. But the Lord is mine. Woo! Who am I talking to this morning? Oh, somebody shout, the Lord is my shepherd. I didn't say, say it, Jason. I said, shouted. The Can we all shout it together? One more time. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. David had so much confidence. What gives you a, the confidence to fight a giant? What gives you the confidence? It's not just giant faith. It's the strength of love. The person who's backing you. How do I know? He said to Goliath, you come against me with swords and spears. But I come against you in the name of the one who loves me. Come on, somebody. This changes your entire life. This changes, it frees you from guilt. Because when you know somebody loves you and you told the person you were going to call, but you didn't get to call, what do you do? Oh, I'm sorry I didn't call you. But you don't keep carrying the weight on your head. What's the equivalent? The equivalent is when you say, God, I'm going to pray by 5 a.m. and you sleep till 7 a.m. You don't carry the guilt all around you. Just say, Lord, I'm sorry I missed our appointment. But I love you forever. You want to say I'm saying? Look at somebody say, he loves me like that. It changes everything. It changes your intercession. When God is going to deal with Israel, Moses stands before God and said, God, for you to kill those people, you've got to kill me first. When you know, how many of you remember back in the day when we were kids, little children, and all of us wanted the Nintendo or the Xbox or the color television because we had the black and white in the children's room for those who had anything at all. And maybe some people had transistor radio or all of that kind of stuff. But whenever you wanted something that was not generally available to all the children, you would ask either the youngest or daddy's favorite at the time or the one who had behaved well at the time, the person who was likely to get the best response, and you would send everybody 
somebody there that person would represent you and even though daddy is upset with you he will give you what you want because of that person well the bible says jesus is a high priest who has entered into the most holy place and therefore when i'm misbehaving god credits the righteousness of jesus on me so that even if i'm not in talking terms with god because of jesus god's gotta grant my request that's why i don't pray in the name of dummy i don't pray in the name of toji i don't pray in the name of toy i don't pray in the name of cooper but i pray in the name of jesus somebody shout yeah 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 he loves me like that loves me like that look at this David said the Lord is my you will never experience a revelation you don't personalize that's why when Jesus teaches us to pray look at what it said he said when you pray verse 1 he says our father who art in heaven right but when he's multiplying loaves of bread and two fish before the crowd, what does it say? Father. <laughs> he personalizes it. Father, I thank you because you always. Rather, that was in front of Lazarus' too. Father, I think because you always hear me. Now, when he's on the cross, what does it say? My Father. David said, The Lord is my shepherd. He knew how he took care of shepherd. Or sheep rather. One time the lion came. Roar! Somebody roar at your neighbor real quick. Add the face feature to it. Dr. Fiona, you're too posh for that comment. Roar the gentleman beside it. When the lion roared against him, what did David do? David left every other thing he was doing. And he went after. Come on, somebody. He went after. Come on, somebody. He went after how many sheep? That is the character of God. Because when Jesus comes in the book of Luke, he leaves the 99. Corey Asprey talked about it. You leave the 99 and you come looking for me. He came looking for me. Somebody shout, he loves me like that. It doesn't matter who doesn't love me, he loves me. It doesn't matter who hates me, he loves me. It doesn't matter who ignores me, he loves me. It doesn't matter who broke my heart, he loves me. It doesn't matter who's overwhelming me, he loves me. It doesn't matter what I did last night, last week, last month, last year, last decade, last... Hey! He loves me like... Go to seven people, tell them he loves me like that. 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 Love changes everything. Love changes everything. Love changes everything. I'm almost done. You can remain standing. I'm almost done. 
David must have risen to himself. Jade, me, I'm a human being. <laughs> a human being. Teenager. And I went after one sheep. He is God. As surely as the lion couldn't eat my sheep. This Goliath cannot eat God's sheep. Look at some say I'm, I'm uneatable. I am uneatable. I cannot be consumed by the lion of the economy, by the lion of the deadline, by the lion of the shame, by the lion of the reproach, by the lion of my environment, by the lion of the demands. I cannot be consumed. I belong to God. I belong to God. He loves me. one is good enough why is one good enough because God started with one that means if God can find one he can start again in a different space can I announce to you that if Abraham had pressed on God remember when God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah see God wasn't telling Sodom and Gomorrah rather telling Abraham he wasn't telling uh, Abraham I want to go and destroy them. Come and pray for them. Come and pray for them. No, he was chasing with Abraham. It's like, how can I do this thing without telling? Look at some say, God is my party. Before there was iPad, there was an I behind the D in the iPad. So y'all didn't get it. God said. I can't do this see it's like me that, that I got one very good news in the course of the week and so as you'd expect the first person I shared it with was with my who? of course my wife <laughs> watch this because we reveal our hearts to those who are close to our hearts that's why even Love is the sponsor of revelation. If it's not one out of love, can I propose that it's fine sounding word? Because there's a difference between revelation and rhyme. There's a difference between revelation and outline. There's a difference between being an oracle and being an orator. You can speak high sounding words, but you're revealing nothing. God! Revelation is what the image that is branded on the heart. I love words. I believe to a like degree I enjoy the gift of words and mastery in certain aspects of it. Let me tell you what. Words are the conduits for thoughts, life, image, spirit. That's why even though Jesus being the word, what was he full of? What was he full of? God gave him the spirits somebody. God gave him what? 
the spirit without measure before I could start his ministry that means you can speak great words but until the spirit of God fills your word you're not ministering nada do you understand what I'm saying do you get this Jesus is the word the word became flesh but the spirit had to be given to him so what people leave a meeting with is not the rhymes it's the spirit behind it when people read my post online and they tell me I wanted to commit suicide I didn't commit do you think it's oratory Spirit of God. But the Spirit of God will use our rhymes, we use our onomatopoeia, we use our metaphors, we use our paradoxes, we use our figure of speech, and then we make it very good to Him. Once just say, Lord, I thank you because of your love for me. I thank you. Second service, I'll teach you. Lord, I thank you. Many of us are going into battlefields and we're not sure that God's got our back. Love and understand of God's love helps you know to him that God's got your back. He will not let you fall. He will not let you down. He will not let you down. He will not let you fall away. Let's do this in a minute. I love you. Because you love me, girl. I love you. Receive us, love. Receive us, love. Now you understand why you've struggled with faith. You will struggle with faith if you struggle with love. Why? Because faith is a fruit of the Spirit, but the first fruit is love. Love produces all the others. It produces peace. It produces meekness. It produces self-control. I love you because you love me.
Is somebody grateful for love this morning? Generation is rising. An emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, some of you know needs this. Can you share this now?
here. That's that's not right. <laughs> 